You've found the Virtually Possible podcast. Join the discussion on future of work, organizational design, and personal growth. All right, here goes, guys. Frohes neues Jahr and a happy new year and Stichliwego Nowego Roku. We are here when the first episode of the new year, first episode of the 2021, hopefully a better year than 2020. And I am joined today by the ray of light and happiness, Annabel Strode. She's a fitness coach. She's a flight attendant. She used to be a professional horseback rider, and she's also one of the most positive people I've met. And so I thought this would be a wonderful occasion to sit down and talk to Annabelle about the attitude that we all should try to embody, especially in the new year, and try to get a little bit more happiness into our lives. We're sitting on a very sunny, actually, Berlin winter day, which is surprising. And we're going to be talking about all things happiness and mindset. Hello, Annabelle. Maria, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for the sweet welcoming. And Happy New Year, I would say. This is going to be super fun. Yeah. We met through the one and only B Radio One. Yes. The best company in Berlin that makes everybody active and, and happy and healthy and sane throughout, even throughout the lockdown. Right now, we're enjoying all of your live streams. I actually wanted to get up early this morning and join your live stream but I couldn't, I just couldn't get myself out of bed. But then I went for a run, so it's not so bad, but it's crazy how in the winter, 8 a.m. feels so early because it's so dark and you sometimes do workouts at seven. How is it for you to like even wake up that early? Because you must be up at what, 5.30 or something like that? Yeah, to be honest, so I am a total morning person. Like I don't mind waking up early, but the winter, it's just a struggle. When I have streams at 7, I wake up at 5.40, I think. I need some coffee before, definitely. And then, yeah, I wake up at 5.40 and go. It's, uh, yeah, it's a challenge, but it's fun. Once I get there, it's like, okay, let's do this. You know, it's just like, bang, and then I'm in the mood. But it's easier in summer, definitely. <laughs> oh, my God. We wanted to talk about how you ended up really at BD1 and how did you choose your fitness coaching career because that was also before. To me, you're such an interesting person because you somehow already knew in the past that you need to keep a lot of options open and have a couple careers going at the same time. So I just wanted to talk to you about how did you get into that mindset yeah. and how it all started. Oh my God, it's actually like... It's a long story, I think. So we have a lot of time. <laughs> so it was always a very active person. I loved what, like, you know, I did horseback riding, I played tennis, everything. But then I started with fitness when I was 20 or something because of my ex-boyfriend. It just, I was very fascinated. I really, I really love like going to the gym. I love being active. So there was a part or it was a point in my life where I was very lost and I didn't really know what I was doing. Mm. I'm sure we're talking about this a little bit more. And then, yeah, fitness really actually, it saved me. Like, it, it kept me positive. It kept me going because I was very depressed at that point. And, yeah, then I decided, okay, when it helps me so much, why don't make it a career? And then I decided to do, um, yeah, my, I did my license. I also did um, nutrition. And, yeah, slowly I started to build my business. Well, yeah, that's what got me into that industry. Mm -hmm. And then... Also, I'm a flight attendant that happened between as well. But mm -hmm. before I was actually working as a personal trainer, then 
Lufthansa came up and then I moved to Berlin and B31 came up and it was actually for me it was a really good year 2021 uh, 20 oh my god 2021 no 2020 because uh, yeah I um I found B31 it's really cool to work with them and yeah okay so what what does it take in Germany to become a fitness coach? There are different certifications. I have my license. You can also study, but I just did the license and I think it took me three months. So I went to school for three months to get my um, A license, my B license, and my um, functional trainer and the nutritional coach. So yeah, it took me three months. Okay, so it's not so long if you really want to make it your yeah. career and you already yeah. like it, then it's cool. And and how did Lufthansa came, uh, come about? Because you also fly for the biggest uh, German airline. Yeah, there's a saying, kann ich oder gar nicht? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so honestly, being a flight attendant was my dream job when I was a kid, like when I was 17. I always wanted to be a flight attendant. And I started to go to school for languages, so I studied um, English, Spanish and Italian because I wanted to be I wanted to be a flight attendant. And then when I was 19, they sent us for an internship for an internship and I went to Dubai and um, I really liked it. And I wanted to stay to work for um, Emirates, mm -hmm. but I was too young at that point. So they sent me back and yeah, I finished school and life happens. Everyone went to study. So I felt I need to study. Mm -hmm. So and I studied, but yeah, so a lot of things happened. I moved to the States for a while and then I got back. And, um, I don't know, my friend, she was working for Lufthansa and she was like, why don't you... Because like I said before, I was really lost. And she was like, why don't you go apply? Go and follow that like that dream you had. And I was like, okay. And I applied and everything worked out. And I was now I'm so like happy and I'm so grateful for that job. Like, It's fascinating how timing is everything. And sometimes one conversation with a friend or yeah. one line that you hear can absolutely change your life yeah, and how many countries have you been to already oh my god i don't know i don't I, honestly i don't know so maybe can you tell us what are your favorite routes it's like where do you where do you really like going <laughs> this is such a difficult question but you can choose five <laughs> <laughs> so for me i really really love the states it's just i am I just love the States and that's why I think I really like to go to California, like Los mm -hmm. Angeles and uh, San Francisco. I also really like to go to New York because New York, magical vibes, I don't know. Every time I'm in New York, I'm like, this city is just full of energy. I also, I like Canada a lot mm -hmm. because of the country, we, uh, of the, yeah, the countryside. Like we go to Montreal and Toronto mm -hmm. and Tel Aviv, I have to say, yeah, mm -hmm. because the lifestyle, it's amazing. The Tel people, Aviv. full of life, yeah. yeah. Like oh, yeah. my first, I remember it was my first time and I walked on the beach and people were like high-fiving me. I don't even know, like I had never met them before, but they're so open. Like I met, met so many cool people. That's what I really like about my job because I like, so some, so sometimes crew goes together and they, we go hiking and stuff, mm -hmm. but I also really like to go by myself because I met so many interesting people in my life, mm -hmm. like people at the bar or like homeless people and it's they all have the cool stories to tell you know so it's really yeah so what was your last trip this year before my last trip they shot oh it's actually it was uh, seoul in korea okay. yeah okay. are you looking forward to going back yes oh, yeah. i miss it so much. you mean flying in general yeah i miss it so much everything about it <laughs> i hope that like 2021 will be better but i'm but i'm sure that um, once everything starts to get better people really want to go travel again because i think i spoke to so many people and they really miss it and it's just 
it's the feeling of freedom, right? Mm. I already feel like, okay, like it's time. Yes. We need to start yeah. know, going back. Yeah, hopefully we are looking at more vaccines or whatever, you know. So for now, you're not working as a flight attendant because of the break. So you're mostly focusing on your career on this fitness yes. side of things. Mm-hmm. And how are you finding this now that you're a celebrity in the online uh, workout world? <laughs> Because uh, you guys do so many workouts uh, I don't, online. I don't want to say I'm a celebrity. I feel like honored. Thank you. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's 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 so much fun. In the beginning, it was it was tough, like for me to be in front of the camera to see yourself, and it was weird for me. But now it's like I feel very comfortable. I love it. I love that you guys come, hang out. It's like almost the same as if you have live classes because I see the same faces coming back and it's like working out with friends at home, you know. So I really enjoy it. So it's really cool. I'm glad I get the, or I have the chance to do it also for myself because I also feel very... It's hard for me in these days to motivate myself to stay... I mean, I still do it, but this is easier for me. You know, I go to work, I work out with you guys. It's fun. We laugh a little and then... Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's just always such a good, good energy with everybody. Yeah. And I always find it that it's so much fun. And like you, the, the hardest part, again, is just to roll out the mat. But once yeah. you're there... Okay, so before we move on, I wanted to ask about flying. What is it that you love about flying so much? In general, I love flying. That's the fact. I love being in the air. I'm, I'm, I'm an air sign, so air is my, my thing. But I also... It's just... The work with the people because they really like to care for people to make them feel good so it's this whole package you know it's being up in the air like giving people a good time making sure they're safe and it's definitely challenging with some people but also it's interesting because they, they we all have our own story and they might act the, the way they act be, because of a reason so it's like mm-hmm. you really want to try to understand that person and yeah that's what i really like about my job just to be with the, that's actually the best thing about my job to work mm-hmm. with the people in the air also to be in the crew like crew life best it's life. awesome like i tell you it's really cool what's the craziest adventure that you guys had as a crew what you mean like flying? in a negative way well, like what I happened? Don't know. or both, good and bad. What was the like? There was one story in in my beginning. Oh, I was so afraid. Like, <laughs> so there was we were flying to Russia, and there was one guy on board, and he was fine when boarding because when we board, we already start looking at people if they feel good, if in a good like healthy state, and he seemed to be super fine. But then when we came, when we were up in the air, he started to argue with his girlfriend and then he started to attack passengers and people got really afraid and then he started to attack us verbally but still mm-hmm. but it was still not pleasant yeah and it's a long flight yeah and we were like oh my god and it was and it was in the beginning of my career as a flight attendant and I, I, I remember I told myself this can't be happening right now please <laughs> and yeah then we so we have a we have a kind of boss on on the plane like mm-hmm. the cabin crew boss Mm -hmm. and it's called purser and we called our purser and he yeah he managed the situation but i've never seen something like that because this guy it felt like he was the devil was inside of him Mm -hmm. like he was starting and there was a point he even hit his girlfriend so Mm -hmm. and um yeah short long story short in the end we were landing and this guy was totally fine so i don't know what it was but in the air he was going crazy wow so that was a scary thing yeah. Fascinating, right? Yeah. Like to just watch someone being so out of control. Yes. 
It was but scary. What what did your pursuer do to him? I mean, as in like he just talked him down and he come down. Uh, we actually called out for a doctor. Mm -hmm. So a doctor sat next to him. We set the other passengers to other seats, and yeah, we tried to calm him down, but it was a long flight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay, and the good story? Was there Good anything? stories. There are always good stories. One time I met a very, very sweet woman. I remember, I don't remember her name, but she was so afraid. We were flying to, I think, back from the States to Germany. And she was so afraid of flying. So she came back to sit with us in the galley. And it was just really nice to talk to her. And she was such a, such a spiritual person. And, and then at the end of the flight, she also wrote a letter for us. And it's like, mm -hmm. that's what's so nice about the job. Also, people really appreciate what you do for them. And yeah, that is one yeah, memory I will probably never forget because she was such a sweet woman. And That's wonderful. I hope you guys get back to flying yeah. very soon because I guess you also just miss your friends, right? That you cannot, and colleagues that you don't get to see. Oh, but you know, we never fly with the same flight attendants. Oh, so it's, it's always, always a different such a mix. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But it's still, but it's like, you know, you go to work and of course it's someone you never met, but it's like you make friends like this, like quick. And you make friends for a day and it's also sad because then after two days, three days, four days, you um, go go your own way again and then you probably never see that person again. But Oh my yeah. gosh, it's like, it feels like camp, you know, yeah. like when you were a kid, you would go to camp yeah. for a week and then you come back home and it was like a heartbreak for yeah. a month. Actually, one of my friends, I've been friends with him for like 20 years now oh. and we met when I was 12 and he was 14. And yeah, we've just stayed friends forever. Oh, that's so cute. Insane, yeah. No? yeah. But yeah, I, I imagine this is, uh, this is kind of like that. Okay, so moving on, I wanted to talk to you about fitness specifically and staying active. Because like you said, well, motivation is one thing in the winter. But given that we've had a horrible year, everybody, and everybody's been talking a lot about if your immune system is strong, it actually helps to fight the virus, as this and any virus really. So I would like to give our audience some tips, especially in the new year, as a resolution, what can they do to start being more active? And it really is not as much about, you know, what types of workouts they mm -hmm. have to do, but I guess like what, goes through your head in the morning that gets you out of bed and how do you embrace you know all the challenges that life serves you and how do you go about that i would say so it's really important that you have a routine find something that you like i think that's very important it doesn't like people always be like oh i have to go to the gym you don't have to go to the gym you can go to a dancing class you can go ride your bicycle you can go running it doesn't matter what you do but get yourself out there and do something to get your body moving and then make it a daily routine if you have problems motivating yourself get it done in the morning so you're free for the rest of the day the routine always like i think probably also changes because you learn new stuff and but there was a point in my life, like I said before, I was really depressed and fitness really helped me and also the right nutrition. So for me, it was really important that, for example, I start my, my morning with um, water, that I drink enough water. And then mm -hmm. for me, it was important that I work out. So yeah, these are the things I just wrote them down. And then in the beginning, yeah, it takes a while until, until you really, you just do it. But mm -hmm. yeah, there will be a point where you just okay, let's have some water, let's have some coffee, and then let's go work out, and here we go, start the day off. I'm kind of the same. 
it's not even a negotiable for me that I wouldn't do something. It's like I will cancel everything else until I've done something for myself as, in, as until I've gone on a run or done a yeah. workout because I know that if I don't do it and I go into a meeting, this is not going to be a good meeting yeah. for that person. Okay, so what do we do with people who are like, well, yeah, I know I need to set up a routine, but I just hate working out. I hate being active. So yeah, people need to understand also that it's really important for our health and you just need to start thinking about it in a different way. Of course, if you tell yourself it's not fun, I don't like it, of course you don't like it, you know, but if you tell yourself, oh, this is going to be cool, let's see how it goes and think about how you feel afterward, then it will, it will definitely help you. So I think that's very important. Like you said, it's all about mindset. So if we tell ourselves it's going to be good, it's going to be fun and we feel better afterward, it will feel easier for us to actually keep moving. How do you fight your own negative thoughts? When it comes to working out or in general? Or just in general. Because I guess like if we talk about mindset overall, yeah. it's like what do you do when those thoughts come at you? Oh, they, yeah, yeah. It is hard, right? I am a total overthinker, so I have lots of these moments. But um, I, I read a lot. And there's Lars Armand, I don't know if you know him, but he's a German uh, writer. And he said that if those thoughts come to your mind, you just see them as little balloons coming to your head. And then you're just like, okay, go away. Don't think about it even. Like, you can think about it real quick, but then you're like, okay, thank you, bye. Mm -hmm. So that's what I try. If I, if I have negative thoughts, I like... Think about it real quick, but then I'm like, okay, thank you for showing up, but no, thank you. <laughs> so, Do you meditate a lot as well? I try. <laughs> I really, I want to meditate more, but um, yeah, I just haven't found my way to it yet. I do like, um, how do you call it? I have an app and I do... So, guided meditation. Yeah, guided meditation. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I do and I really enjoy it, but I should do it, definitely do it more often. So when we think about mindset... And people saying, you know, and some people having difficulty switching up their priorities. When you, you know, you've met so many people mm -hmm. um, in your uh, professional, both professional careers. And they've had all those interesting stories. Why do you think it's so hard for people to prioritize their, you know, mind and body over money, popularity yeah and all those things that we know in the end are useless if you're dead yeah right it's really sad i have to say it's our society because you see instagram and you see all these people having nice clothes and like traveling and you want this nice lifestyle you want to have a nice car you want to have a good job so i think they kind of forget that what actually really matters is love and there's nothing worth more than love yeah. uh, than health Yeah. So, and I think people forget to work towards being healthy because it starts within ourselves. What you eat, how you move. And I think people really forget that. Most of our life we're just spending being busy to not think about dying. It's a weird conundrum that we're in. It's yeah. sad though, but I don't know. Do you feel like negative thoughts when you think about dying? I don't. No, no way. No. Yeah. I'm quite, I, I always think that, you know, if I die today, I've anyway had a pretty epic yeah. life. I haven't gone to Japan, which is a oh, big regret of yes. mine, so I still have to do that. And there's a few things that I would still want to see in the world, because the world is so huge, like it's yeah. insane. I haven't been to so many countries yet, but even if you know I wasn't given more chances to experience something, I'm anyway grateful for what I've had yeah. already. 
So I'm not so worried about dying. It's not, it wouldn't be my action of choice for this <laughs> of year. Of course not. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm thinking, you know, it is what it is. So yeah. I guess that gratitude practice is very, very important Definitely. to have. Yeah. And, it's, and it's hard because I think a lot of people think it's kind of cheesy to be saying, oh, I'm so grateful for this. I'm so grateful for that. But I actually did spend a lot of, days this year last year thinking about how grateful i am for yeah. having a roof over my head for my family being relatively healthy with gratitude it's so important because when i was really sad in my life i searched for so many reasons that would help me to get me back to positivity and i started to actually write every morning i wrote down what i'm grateful for and even now if i feel like i'm getting sad i'm just thinking Yeah, but my life is so amazing. Why would I be sad? Also, with uh, this year, of course, 2020 wasn't so good for a lot of people. For no one of us, it was mm. really good. But it also, it has a lot of positive sides. And I honestly hope that the 2020 will, pandemic thing will help us to find back to what's really important in our life. Mm. To focus more on love. And like you said, uh, focus more to help other people. And like, yeah. Yeah. My dream would be to not have to ever think about money yeah. and just be helping other people getting either their word out or helping them build better businesses, whatever, yeah. whatever help they need. So it's just so joyful to see yeah. helping other people be happy. So I don't know. Maybe, That's nice. Maybe I'll come up with something. But you know what? I honestly, I believe like deeply in my heart that when you're really passionate about something, you will be successful at it. Mm. It's like when you love to do something, you will, you don't have to worry. It will work. Yeah. A big lesson for me, especially last year was you need to stop to see what is it that you like? What is it that mm -hmm. you don't like? And if you're in this crazy spiral of work and constant meetings and traveling and, you know, like traveling for work yeah. is different than like traveling for fun then you never have a minute to stop and think. Yeah. This has been, for me, a blessing this like last year to really stop and say, okay, like what is it that I really care about? What is it that you want to do in, in the new year? Woo, I definitely want to travel again. Yeah, go back like, to yeah, go, yeah, go to work. And also for myself, like I want to, I haven't been to Asia a lot. I want to visit uh, Thailand and Vietnam. Mm. Yeah, I've been to Thailand a couple times. It's yeah, so awesome. And oh, no. Vietnam is yeah. so great as well. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, so I really want to go. I hope it's a year full of travel again. At least in the end, maybe. Yeah, from summer on we can travel. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. maybe probably yeah, spring, summer. I wonder if at some point people are just gonna be like, enough is enough. Yeah, and and they will just want to travel regardless. Probably, which is uh, quite scary, but might be okay. We also wanted to talk about your tips for staying positive because you guys cannot see, but Annabelle is just smiling <laughs> ear to ear constantly. But, but you know, it's also my job, you know, being a flight attendant, that's what you do, you smile. <laughs> uh, but I also feel like that's how you are. You're just a positive person. And like you said, you've also had your own experience of not always being positive and yeah. having going through difficult things. It's like, what kept you going And what kept you hopeful that you're going to get out of negative um, state of mind? And also, when did you realize that you're getting depressed mm -hmm. and then that you need to start doing something about it? Because I th feel a lot of people sometimes have this like uh, low level depression 
and they live with it for years and yeah. they just think oh i'm just i'm just miserable forever. for me it was uh it was actually something happened in my life and it just got me out of my lane because i always had this dream i wanted to live in the states and i was yeah. there for a while and then they kicked me out for some reason because i was studying there and then they kicked mm. me out so and that like everything happened at once. I was living there with my ex-boyfriend and he also left me at that point when they kicked me out and everything happened. And that was for me, like, I don't want to say the worst, but I was like really at the lowest point of my life. And I had to go back to my family's, to my parents' house. And I was laying there like literally every day on the couch, like crying, pitying myself. My mom also was like, come on, Annabelle, you can like find something, do something, you know, she didn't understand. And I started to do therapy. I started to, I had, I took um, medication, nothing really worked. And then I started to, because I really, I feel, I felt that something was wrong. I couldn't like stay like this because it was like going on for six months already. And I wanted to change something. I wanted to be happy again. And so I started to read a lot and to yeah, think about why I'm feeling this way. And um, I started to work a lot on myself. And it took me a while, to be honest. It's a daily challenge still, even like you can't be happy every day. I mean, I'm a very happy person by nature, but there are also like days where you're just like, nah. <laughs> but yeah, I was, I think it's all about mindset, what you tell yourself, what thoughts you have. And it's manageable. And if you don't like something, you just got to change it and find, yeah like passion like what we talked about is really important so i got into fitness like i said and that helped me a lot and <laughs> sometimes those superficial negative thoughts when you are like oh you don't have the perfect legs or the perfect eyes or the perfect hair or something yeah. like this it's not gonna change so i'd rather have two you know short working legs than no legs yeah definitely yeah. but and also it's the way you think about it. Life is what you, what we make it, right? If you think I don't have the perfect legs, but you could also think I have the perfect legs. It's what you tell yourself. It, it's your choice of being happy or being negative. There's so many people, I don't know if it's Berlin, like there's so many people complaining. Oh, the weather is bad and blah, blah. I have to take the train, blah, blah. I see it. <laughs> every day and also this is for me i don't want to be like that mm -hmm. i for me i choose happiness so i'm trying to cut that out and i'm just like yeah but you know it's a beautiful day I see the little things in life and that's what helps me too i just choose happiness over negativity so it's the thought that's here. a really good that's yeah. a really good advice it's like you need to make those conscious choices for yourself yeah and it's very true that a you're able to cut out people that are negative mm. and you need to start learning to be very strict with this because yeah. you have very limited time in your life. And so if people that are around you are being toxic or yeah. are being negative, you really don't need to have 70 friends. You need yeah. two friends or three yeah. friends. So you, I bet you can find three people that have a similar mindset that you yeah. want to stay in touch with. And I also find that, yeah, when people are complaining, complaining is so useless. I used to yeah. complain a lot when I was younger, of course. <laughs> but even now, like, especially with the Berlin weather, <laughs> I always think, oh, like, if it's great, it's awesome because it's great contrast for pictures nice. when I take yeah. photographs, like when I take photos. So I always think, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm also thinking, whenever people complain about weather, I always say, seasons come and go. Yeah. And if you didn't have those gray days, you would never appreciate those sunny Definitely, days. Definitely, yes. Right? Like, so 
I sometimes, I remember there was a period of time, I think a few months ago, where it was beautiful day in, day out. And I was like, can we have one bad day? Because I'm such a, a sun geek that yeah. like, whenever I see sunlight, I'm just like out, yeah. out the door to a park. And I really just wanted to have a day in bed. <laughs> and I couldn't, I couldn't really reconcile, you know, being lazy and staying in bed all day when it was yeah. so beautiful outside. Yeah. Uh, but now, thankfully, in December, we have had enough bad days and probably we'll yeah. still have a few more uh, coming into the <laughs> winter. But yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree that telling yourself that it's just a daily practice that Definitely. you have to pursue, telling yourself things that you would want to hear yeah. uh, or you would tell somebody else that you love. Like you would never tell your boyfriend or your sister or your mother, oh, you know, you're not perfect, right? Like you never say that. Yeah. You're always, you always cheer them on. Yeah. And so this is, you need to become your own. Best friend first, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's really difficult. It's really difficult. Yeah, it is. I have a lot of compassion and a lot of kindness and a lot of gratitude and love for everybody else. Yeah. But for myself, yeah. I really need to dig deep to find so, some, it also just feels weird. The best thing you can do is keep on trying. Yes, um, singing, dancing also. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. When those negative thoughts come, you talk to them and you send them away. Yeah. But are there any other ways that you're dealing with like those um, brief periods of stress when you know a stressful situation really happens or you wake up and you feel very anxious? Are yeah. there? Do you have any practices that you have mm -hmm. so that... What definitely helps me is to work out. <laughs> like I just go out there and get a workout done because honestly, there you will feel better afterwards. So that's probably the first thing I would do. But I also I would watch like or listen to happy music, something like that. I'm a big fan of Disney. It always makes me really happy. So when I'm really sad or stressed, I just watch a Disney movie and it helps me. It sounds funny, but uh, yeah, also just nice music or something like that. And you said you've been reading a lot. Are there any books that you really like about mindset or, you know, changing the way you think about life? Yeah, by Lars Ament. Why not? Definitely, I can recommend those books, really. I, I love Lars Ament. He's such a cool person. I also went to his readings, to his life readings once. And yeah, he's very motivating and he helped me a lot. Also, I like Tony Robbins a lot. Mm. And right now I read um, Jay Shetty. He's pretty new. He's an Instagram star. Yeah. But he yeah. wrote Think Like a Monk. Yeah. And the book is awesome. So, really? yeah, really I really like it. it. Yeah. So I really like, I also really like to follow him on Instagram. So I don't like his videos, those dramatic videos of him, like yeah. when he talks and his podcast and his wife and his um, kind of meditations I like. I just don't like the, the drama that he's doing, but those I think are very popular with people. It's so funny because my boyfriend said that too. He doesn't like those. And I'm like, why? Because <laughs> I think they're a bit too dramatic for me, yeah. but I do appreciate his podcast a lot. And I was thinking about reading the book, yeah. but I also listened to him promoting the book on so many podcasts mm. that I wonder if I'm going to find more value if I read it, but maybe I can borrow it from you. Of when, course, yeah. Yes. and then see if yeah. I can get something out of it yeah he also talks about the fact that you first need to take care of yourself to yeah. be able to to take care of others and I think this is a very important lesson yeah. that we sometimes forget and especially if you have like I said a lot of responsibility and a family and all that stuff yeah that you think okay well everybody else first and then me but 
if you know if you don't take care of yourself then yeah. first then you will never be able to do it with your uh, loved ones and anyway this is what the first rule right of safety says when you're flying first put the mask on, on yourself, on yourself yeah. and then help <laughs> someone next to you yeah so i think this is like a good way to think about this definitely yes yeah. okay well before i let you go we're gonna do the vp roulette so you get to choose three out of ten random questions from one to ten. Oh my god what that is so cool and then we'll see you what you come up with okay three numbers so first is uh two two is what would you do if money was not an issue if you could do anything in your life what would be your thing i would travel the whole world like more all year round all the time all the time <laughs> how how do you like traveling best city hopping or more so staying you would like to stay somewhere for six months and just explore and then go to the next place oh no i think i like city hopping i've never like, really been to a place for like a longer time like really long time so i don't Apart mind from last year like berlin all year <laughs> Uh, no, really, I just, I like city hopping. I like when you get the chance to see lots of places within a short time. Mm -hmm. But I could imagine staying in Bali for like three months would be pretty amazing too. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. Maybe I would do that. Yeah. I think it's, it takes a minute to adjust to that pace because it's a totally different pace. And I, I see myself every time I would go to Thailand and I would always go to uh, this yoga spot in Kolanta. And they are, you know, they live a very slow island life. Yeah. And I come in there with my laptop trying to work. And, and both Kate and Farah are always like, you okay, doc? Oh. <laughs> Do you need to slow down for a bit? And it takes you a few days to be like, okay, yeah. this is good. Like, I don't need a plan for today. Yeah. I just can wake up and walk and maybe, or maybe not, you know. So, it's yeah. crazy how different the lifestyles are, right? Here in Germany, yeah. and then you go to a place like Thailand or Bali, and everything is so relaxed. People are so calm, and I don't know. And they glow differently, like honestly. Mm, yeah. 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 And they live much longer and much yeah. happier lives. Yeah. Because just everything is simplified. Yeah. I don't know why we make everything so complicated. I know. <laughs> we need to move to Bali, probably. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay, next okay, one. Next one. Let's do six. Six. Which of the jobs that you've had or things you've done were the most transformative for your career? So ex actually, I was very sh shy when I was a kid. I'm still shy, but I was very shy when I was a teenager. And uh, once I started working, I started to do those promotional jobs. And I remember my first job was on this festival. And I was so shy and they threw me out there and I had to talk to all these people. And <laughs> I think that really changed me. So that job was like, I, that opened me to being more communicating with other people and that helped me a lot that was one of my first jobs actually yeah yeah funny to think about like going back and yeah thinking about those experiences huh this definitely really interesting okay okay and then last one ten. 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 most important skill for success in the remote environment so I would say it's, uh, yeah, it's mindset actually, because it's a skill, like you have to control your thoughts. And that was pretty challenging this year with all this frustration, being at home, not doing anything, staying on the couch and you really have to stay positive. I would say that's a challenge. That was so that positive self-talk. Yeah. It's, it's super important. And it's interesting that 
we always complain about not having enough time to do things. I know. And this year we've had all the time. I know. And still, most of us haven't learned another language, haven't done all yeah. of those extra projects that we were all hoping for. I kind of, this is a note to self because I promised myself to learn uh, more French and I'm still shit at it. And I'm only <laughs> just, I've only just been trying to pick this up um, again lately. But I started in December instead of april that yeah. i was already thinking about it and so, so but that's yeah. nice i think we also we shouldn't pressure ourselves too much to be like okay i have so much time now i should do something i could do that i could that it's just we don't want to stress ourselves i think a break it's also nice also i mean of course we feel a little some of us might feel a little frustrated with the situation but it's nice to just yeah find back to yourself to relax to i also thought that even if you know we think that okay it was a wasted year even though I managed to travel quite a bit already by the end of uh, February. So that was, I still got a little bit of traveling. But then I thought, look, even if it's one year out of your whole life yeah. that we paused for, maybe that's what we needed. Definitely. Because we've been going like crazy and everyone's, yeah. been, everyone's been rushing to achieve more and more and yeah. accumulate more. And then we forgot that we're all here together yeah. trying to survive yeah. and that maybe we needed a minute to realize that yeah, relationships and yeah. social interactions are more important than whether you know I have a million dollars or you have a million dollars, right? Yeah. Also, we're so fast to take things for granted granted these days like this year showed us we should go back to be with your family actually to be with the people you love and to enjoy what you have. It's like we said the little things in life and yeah, we need to stop taking things for granted. It's not normal that we can travel all that way all the time and that we have all these things from like maybe China. Yeah, that's what I hope that we will not forget that also when everything is back to normal, mm -hmm. that we will still keep that in mind. Yeah, so important lessons for this year are Practice positive yes. self-talk. <laughs> Try to get into that habit of talking to yourself in a positive yeah. way. Adopt a morning routine. Definitely. <laughs> for working out. And then go back to your loved ones and your friends and tell them you love them and be grateful. Yeah. And then... And smile. And smile. All the time. <laughs> yeah. And have a happy new year. Thanks, yes, happy new year. Thank you so much, Maria. Thanks for being here. This was awesome. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Hope you all cured your hangovers and now are ready to rock on, take on a few of those tips that Annabelle just shared. And until we hear each other again, bye! Bye-bye! <laughs>